0: Welcome back to Locked On Spurs on the Locked On Podcast Network. I am your host, Jeff Garcia of NewsForceSanAntonio.com and Fox29SanAntonio.com. Welcome back to you who will always tune in and to those new listeners. Hey, glad to have you on board. You pretty much know what we're going to be talking about on this episode of Locked On Spurs. That is Quiet uh, Leonard. Uh, future this season, and whether or not he's in a suit up uh, after dealing or has been dealing with a quad injury that has kept him out for pretty much all of the season, except for nine games, didn't play at all in the preseason. And it looks like it'll be continuing that way for the remainder of the season, more than likely. In case you did not hear yesterday, Coach Bob. Uh, spoke after a team practice and said he'd be surprised if Kawhi Leonard does make a return this season. It sent the NBA world a buzz. It sent Spurs fans looking for the nearest cliff to dive off of. Uh, it, it was pretty, uh, you know, shocking to many who had a hope that Kawhi would be back after the All-Star break, but it looks like it may not happen. Let's be very clear, Popovich did not call it a day for Kawhi this season. He just said he would not be surprised. So there is still a glimmer of hope that he could return down the road. Hopefully that does happen. But to dive into this and all the angles that need to be discussed, I am joined by Tyler Clerken, fellow Spurs writer over at the Spurs Zone on NewsForSanAntonio.com. Tyler, we know what happened. I don't think the listeners need to know what Popovich said and his honest assessment of Kawhi's future this season. i got to ask you right off the bat, what does this mean for the uh, Spurs the rest of the season?
1: I mean, off first instinct, it's kind of saying, like, they're done. You know, their season's over. But when you take a step back and look at the Bryce side, I mean, it's not really like they – haven't done it already, you know, I mean, they're still third in the West, and they've done it without Kawhi Leonard, who's only played, what, like nine games, I think, mm-hmm. and so, I mean, I'm not certain that I see Kawhi play, obviously, probably the best on first, but i confident that the already about him be okay, and they're still gonna a good playoff run, so, I mean, right off first instinct, it's like, Wow, that sucks. But one, I'm not really surprised. And two, I think that the Spurs are going to be all right.
0: Yeah, you know, first of all, the impact of this season is I think everybody's going to have to step up. I think Mm -hmm. the Spurs, uh, to a man, every each and one of those players in silver or black are going to have to do more than what they have done this season. They can take solace in knowing that they've been okay without him. Good on them. But I think. I need to see players step up to the plate. The obvious, Patty Mills, Pal Gasol, Danny Green. But I'm going to need more out of players like DeJounte Murray, even and Tony Parker, Bryn Forbes. Everybody needs to step up. Now, can the Spurs still make the playoffs? Yes, they will. Will they be able to get past the first round? Hopefully. But I just don't see this team without Kawhi Leonard contending with the big boys out in the West, Tyler. What about you?
1: Yeah, that's a uh, that was probably the biggest like red flag whenever I heard the news because I knew going into the playoffs anyway, even with Kawhi if he did come back, they were still gonna struggle because I mean he hasn't played most of the entire season, so they built his chemistry without him already. So if they were gonna bring him back, I mean if he was gonna come back, then I would assume it would be later on in the season anyway. So I figured they were going to struggle. But now, going in without Kawhi, I mean, they're going to have to face the West. I mean, the West is always really strong, and they're going to struggle, you know. Coming out of that first round is going to be really, really tough because uh, when you're going up against, I don't even know who they would be playing right now. It would probably be Denver. That's a team that they've yep. they've struggled with, you know and that's when when, uh, when Kawhi played in one game against Denver, they blew him out. But then whenever he was out, they, it was, I think it was like a two-point game or something, mm-hmm. and they just lost to him recently as well. So that's, that's pretty scary if you're a Spurs fan, especially without Kawhi Leonard. So they're going to struggle to get out of the first round, and even if they do get out of the first round, who's going to say that they're going to have the energy and will to make it through the second round or even to the Western Conference Finals? And then when you get there, you already know who you're going to have to face. I mean, it's just... It's going to be a tough road for the Spurs, but I feel like it's going to be a good thing in a way because it's going to give we've, – we've said this time and time again. You and I have had this conversation. Well, since Kawhi is out and since Rudy Gay is out, then that means the young guys get to step up. But, I mean, you got to face the facts here. The Spurs are not having a great season compared to what they usually do. But it's giving all these younger guys such, such great experience like DeJounte Murray – Davis Bertans, like players like that, who really are going to be able to get in that element and see what it really takes in order to maybe go all the way and try to win a championship. And then next year, when Kawhi comes back, (laughs) because fingers crossed, you never know. But whenever he does come back, they're going to be more comfortable and they're going to say, okay, well we've done this before without him, and now that we have him back, we're going to be even more confident and we're going to be willing to go out there and win games. So, I mean, it's just depending on the way you look at it. But right now, right off the bat, they're going to struggle in the playoffs. But it's whatever. I mean, this season, I'm not going to say it's been done forever because it's not over yet. I mean, they still have to play the second half of basketball, and then obviously they got to play the playoffs. But from the outside looking in, it's not looking good for the Spurs and Spurs fans.
0: Yeah, look, remember, the Spurs are riding a three-game losing streak right now. They... Let leads slip out their fingers uh, in this uh, losing streak. They still have to play a schedule that is going to be brutal. They have dates with the Warriors, dates with the Cavs, dates with the Thunder, dates with the T-Wolves. The list goes on and on and on. They have one of the roughest schedules moving forward. Yes, that 50-win season streak is on the line, but at this point, I could care less i really could care less if they get another 50 uh, win season because right now i think their focus should just be getting as best as they can uh prior to the playoffs now obviously we're talking about right now the focus is the impact on this season and you're right other players have to step up the young kids have to step up but i don't have that much confidence in some of these young guys right off the bat Bryn forbes he had himself a phenomenal game, 23 points versus the Kings uh, before the break, but he kind of fell flat. Y- did you know in the last five games, he has not hit a single three-point shot at all right before the break? He's 0 for, 0 for 4, 0 for 3, 0 for 2, 0 for 1. He has n- he's just gone cold from the three-point line, and that is his forte. I think mm-hmm. without Kawhi Leonard, they're going to need to look for some sort of offensive impact. He needs to be one of the guys. Now, look. If if the season is close to being a wash, fine, I get it, you know. But he, you know, try the best you can be. Look, there's there's Rudy Gay is coming back. Uh, he will be playing in uh, Denver uh, tomorrow night. Uh, uh, you know, for uh, the Spurs return uh, back to the court after the break and resume the Rudy road trip. That's great. He's gonna help, but. Which each day that passes, and Kawhi Leonard is not back, it's going to be tougher for him to make a return if he chooses to. we got to make this very clear, Tyler. Kawhi Leonard decided to sit out. Kawhi Leonard's the one who said he doesn't want to be on the active roster right now. He's the one who said it. The Spurs have said that he can play. They cleared him. But he keeps on getting second opinions. Uh, This is in a report via ESPN. He was in New York City recently. uh, To get that second opinion. And it looks like that second opinion has pushed him to say, you know what? I'm going to sit out for a while. Uh, I'll let you know if I'll come back. He made the decision. And I think uh, if it's to that degree, then that injury must be pretty bad. If he feels he needs to sit out. He's a competitor. He wants to be in the court. He's. Last season, at least, he was an MVP candidate. The Spurs need him. And let's be honest, this Spurs team, as much as you don't want to hear this, listeners, they're not going to get to the NBA Finals without him. They're not going to get to the Western Conference Finals without him. And even if they do, so much luck is going to have to be on their side. Everything has to fall into place. Other teams are going to have to struggle. And uh, the Spurs simply, you know, I don't think they have the horses, if you will, to get the job done. They're they're young. They've gotten younger. Kudos to that. But, man, he, he, you know, are you really going to think that a Bryn Forbes, an aged Tony Parker is going to be able to slow down a Chris Paul, Westbrook? <laughs> Who else is out there? Uh, James Harden, the yeah. list goes on and on. Hey, without Kawhi Leonard, let's be honest, this team doesn't get far, and that's pretty much the – the short end of it, is huh? isn't it, Tyler?
1: Yeah, I mean, you yeah. said it best, like, that's it. Without Kawhi, it's like, I'm not going to say the Spurs are a bad team because, I mean, they, yeah. they're sitting third in the West. They're still, like, a solid team. But you can't just be a solid team in this Western no, Conference. No, I mean, at all. if you're going to go play up against a team like the Timberwolves, for example, who aren't even a powerhouse like the Rockets or Warriors, they're so young and so fast, and I feel like, they could just swallow the spurs right now if mm-hmm. if this was like playoff basketball and everyone's just giving 100% and want to win every single game their athleticism alone is just going to bully them i mean they have who would even be guarding carl anthony towns It would probably be like Powell, right yeah do you think Powell is really going to be able to slow down carl anthony towns no no, no chance way. no way and then you got players like andrew wiggins jimmy butler i mean even mm-hmm. i mean it's just the list goes on it's like yeah. what's up well, without Kawhi, it's like who is going to be the man? Because yeah. Lamarcus Aldridge can only do so much, especially now when everybody in the league knows that's what they're that's who they're going to. Every time they bring the ball down, they want him to get the ball. Yeah. So I mean, they're going to eventually just either kind of double team him or deny him the ball. And then and then what? That's been the Spurs' biggest problem all season. It's like whenever that point comes, they say, oh, "I don't know, like who who wants to shoot the ball?" And then you got Brent Forbes who came out in the beginning of the season you said had great games he was playing great and now he's out here he can't even hit a shot it's like man if that guy is not hitting shots then who is we've seen davis bertans come out have great games same thing then come out and drop zero points it's like the spurs are so inconsistent on the scoring end right now that i feel like they're just going to struggle against any team in the west in the playoffs
0: yeah this is the 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 spurs uh season yeah it's pretty much you know on shaky ground right now but the, the silver lining listeners is this they've been playing well and at what i think does, gets lost in all this tyler this spurs team has one of the best if not maybe number one number two defense in the nba right now they they have that without a two-time defensive player of the year on board kudos to pop kudos to the team getting it done defensively but as you and i know and listeners you know this too as the season wears on and as the season gets closer to the playoffs what tightens up defense the teams play sharper everybody rises their game uh, the spurs are going to be tested the spurs are going to be tested even up to the playoffs uh beginning uh later on uh, this season it's only going to get tougher for the Spurs. And you're right. After LMA, who can this team really rely on to be a consistent scorer? I can't think of one. I can't. I, I really, really can't. Maybe Rudy Gay. May, okay, he's yeah, coming I was going to say
1: maybe Rudy Gay.
0: Rudy Gay will be the closest. But Rudy Gay, prior to the injury, was giving you, what, 15, 16 points on average off the bench? I do not
1: even that's, think it was that.
0: Yeah, that's good. But this team needs more. You look at the teams out in the West. They got multiple scorers that get uh, close to 20 points per game. Close. I'm saying they added. They get very close. But at least the the team, those power teams like the Rockets and and the Warriors, the obvious uh, choices, they got players that can really light it up. Houston has two of them. They can get 20-plus points any given night and consistently. The Warriors, I'm not even going to go down there because you know what the Warriors can do. Mm -hmm. Um, They got four players that can pretty much light up the scoreboard and they can play defense. Oh, and guess what? Houston can play defense now. Even though their head coach is Mike D'Antoni, they can still play some defense this year. So the Spurs, all they got to do is just hold the fork down, cross their fingers that Kawhi uh, reverses his decision and does decide to come back and play this season. Can't stress that enough. Kawhi is medically clear to play. He's just not opting into return. If this injury is bigger and it is holding him back, then then so be it. Kawhi get healthy. Uh, so that's uh, Tyler and myself. That's our outlook of the rest of the season for the Spurs without Kawhi Leonard. So far, they've been okay. They've been decent. They nothing to sneeze at. But it's only getting tougher, and it, that record. Uh, maybe on shaky ground that 50 win plus uh, season record that is and uh, but like i said who cares at this point just get them to play in their best basketball for the stretch run but we want to hear your thoughts email me at jeffgarcia 74 at gmail.com follow me on twitter at jeffgspurzone and you can follow tyler on uh, twitter at tyler uh, underscore five all right so to round out this uh, discussion about Kawhi Leonard and uh, the big news revealed yesterday. Uh, I'm going to give you some takeaways and uh, just uh, listen up and Tyler, feel free to chime in whenever you want to. My first big takeaway is this. I'm not shocked. Really not shocked. This is a Spurs team that has history of uh, dealing with situations like this. Uh, David Robinson, Tim Duncan, Avery Johnson, Sean Elliott, the list goes on and on. Under Pops' regime, they've been very careful bringing bad players. The difference is Kawhi made this choice not to come back. And I think that's uncharted territory. But even if he'd said, no, I'm not going to come back, Spurs, and I know you, Spurs, said I can come back, I'm still not going to take that, that road and come back. And I think the Spurs obviously agreed with it. They got no choice. They got to say yes. But... If it was up to the Spurs and even if Kawhi said, fine, I'll come back. I think the Spurs would have taken this route or maybe held him out a little longer before bringing him back. So not really too surprised uh, with that move today or yesterday. I'm sorry. Two. Huh. I am expecting him to not come back whatsoever, even for the playoffs. Why? This is a big one. $219 Two hundred and nineteen million dollars. Why, Tyler? You know this. The Spurs can offer him a supermax deal after next season. Two hundred and nineteen million. Seventy million dollars more than any team that can offer him, should he decide to test the waters. Tyler, I don't know about you, but two hundred and nineteen million <laughs> does sound pretty, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, I mean that'd be kind of hard to turn down.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, two hundred and nineteen million reasons why. Biggest takeaway from this is that quite smart. If he comes back and that hip is still not 100 percent, and he reaggravates it and it gets bigger, I don't think the Spurs or any other team out there will give him a lucrative deal like that once physicals are done. And teams, whether it be the Spurs or other uh, destinations, say, you know what, you're still injured. We don't want to run the risk of you getting hurt further or us losing out on our investment. We're not going to give you a supermax deal or in other teams uh, eyes, a heavy, hefty, close to the supermax deal we can offer. He's a smart guy. Why would you want to do that? I don't blame him. If he truly is hurt, and I think he is, and that hip is just, that quad is just not coming back to full form. Just call it a day man. Just get yourself ready for next season. You got the rest of the season off You don't have to worry about the postseason If I were him, I'd be spending tons of time in that training room and the medical staff whether it be his medical staff or the Spurs medical staff and uh, get well for a big payday down the road now The blooming takeaway that I have and the one that I kind of don't want to look at and I have my eyes uh, covered is that, you know what? The Spurs got themselves a tall task ahead of them. And if it's true that there is a rift between him, his camp, and the Spurs, and you know the, how this whole outlook of his quad injury is uh, being dealt with, then Spurs got to work some magic and work some magic fast, Tyler. Can you imagine this team, if they see Kawhi Leonard walk after next season? I mean, that would be just devastating to the franchise. Your thoughts, Tyler? Yeah, I mean, it's kinda
1: like every year that goes by well not every year. So like when David Robinson left or retired, they had Tim Duncan to fall back on and then Tim Duncan falls back or well, retires and they have Kawhi. It's like what would the Spurs do if he did leave, you know? Mm. I mean that's a lot of money that they have free now, so they can try to bring in some other players, but it's like when you think of the San Antonio Spurs nowadays, anyway, it's you think Kawhi Leonard. You know, I mean, that's just kind of a given for most fans. So, to see him possibly, I mean, that was my first, like, kind of thought. Whenever I heard the news, I was like, oh, no. If he's the one that says, I don't want to come back and play, like, maybe this rift actually is pretty serious. And maybe he wants out, or maybe he's looking to the future and wants Mm -hmm. to be healthy for like next season because i mean there's a huge rumor and a lot of experts are saying that lebron james could possibly be making his way to san antonio and if that's the case maybe is saying i want to make sure i'm fully healthy next season so i mean there's just a lot of different things in the air but as far as him leaving that's the one that i pushed way far back in my head because i don't even want to think anything of that
0: yeah, that's the last – I mean, that is uh, red alert levels. And I think the Spurs should be at red alert level right now. I really believe that. I If, he, if it's just an injury it, or it's bigger, I don't care what it is. They need to be on alert right now. They got to start planning about how they're going to keep him in silver and black. They need to do it now. Popovich, the Spurs have a history of pulling it out and getting the W at the last second. Tim Duncan nearly left for the magic. Pop had a nice chat with him. Tim Duncan stayed. LaMarcus Aldridge wanted out last season, or this summer. He wanted to be traded. Popovich had a sit-down with him. They worked it out. LMA's a Spur now. Pop's going to have to do the same thing for Kawhi Lunder. That's going to have to happen if it is a rift and if it is more than just an injury that needs to get healed. And if it is a financial reason, you know get healthy, get paid pretty much. And but if it's beyond that and it's not simply just that and there is some bad blood brewing or some disconnect, then the Spurs got to get this uh, squared away because this team, I, I mean they, they just they look like a failure for not getting it done and keeping one of the best players in the league in their backyard and it'd be horrific to see him go to a Lakers team that has the money and then he'd be a corner piece for them and they build around him and then whew, you know, he gets to go back home, he's surrounded by young players, he, you know who knows if any of the big eight free agents are going to go to LA, if, should that move happen there's so many ripple effects that can happen and another one that I think nobody's talking about right now is the chilling effect that Kawhi Leonard's injury and uh, future with San Antonio is presenting the franchise. If you're LeBron James, Paul George, I would pick whatever uh, big name free agent out there, and you're thinking, hmm, I want to go with San Antonio because they got Kawhi. Oh, that's right. He didn't play last season. Oh, that's right. Uh, there was this rumbling about a rift. Oh, that's right. He's in his last season under contract. Maybe I'll hold off right now. Kawhi's not saying anything to the media right now, and I think he should. I think he should go and talk to the media right now because now it's just everything's left to speculation. If the Spurs want to attract a big-name free agent next this coming offseason, they might not happen because Kawhi Leonard hasn't given any reassurances that he will re-up after next season. No other free agent is going to want to come to a team without Kawhi Leonard or a megastar like him. No disrespect to Lamarcus Aldridge. He's playing phenomenal. He's an all star. Kawhi Leonard's a different breed. He's a, he's a notch above Lamarcus. He is a franchise type player. Lamarcus Aldridge was, and he kind of still is, but not at the elite level as Kawhi Leonard is, who can get it done consistently on both ends of the court. That is not looking well for the Spurs right now. The Spurs got to get him to commit. They got to get him to say something that don't worry about it. I'll be back. It's really just his quad. I just got to get over it, guys. Please give me some time. Yeah, go get yourself a a big-name talent. I'll be back. We're going to go with that guy in silver and black. But I think I'm just afraid the chilling effect that it's going to have. Should the Spurs want to chase a big-name free agent sooner than later? Think about it, Tyler you really think LeBron James wants to come to a team? Yes, there's Popovich, but not to have a sidekick like Kawhi Leonard on his side? I think that'd be a deterrent for LeBron James to possibly sign with the Spurs.
1: Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, it's just, (laughs) like, I don't know. There's so many thoughts going through because the news is still so fresh and stuff. But, like, it comes down to the fact that, like, without Kawhi, the Spurs are kind of, for lack of a better term, nothing. I mean, like you said... Without, like, none of these big name players are going to want to come play with them with the Spurs if mm-hmm. they don't have Kawhi because Kawhi's still in his prime and he's such a great player. It's just like I wanted to touch base on what you said too about how he's not speaking and that's always been a problem. Well, not a problem, but we've always known Kawhi to be like super quiet and stuff.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But like now we we don't need that Kawhi. Like we need you to come out and say like. I'm fine like you said I'm coming back blah 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 but it's just like right now it's just such everything's in the air so like no one knows what to think you have these people that are freaking out you have these people saying like oh we're fine you know but it's just like there's just so much going on and if Kawhi would just step up and say just something just anything at this point I feel like that we could kill a lot of the rumors and then maybe it'd probably start a lot more speculation but who knows just but right now me personally I just need Kawhi to come out and say
0: something yeah he has to say something um but knowing the spurs they're gonna tell him not to say a word i i know them. I that's exactly the, what they're gonna do he's not gonna say a peep and i think the spurs pr they hold everything close to the chest and think they're gonna do that with Kawhi, and they're gonna ask him not to speak um to the media about the situation because the last thing they want is to bring drama to this uh Uh, already uh, tension build the situation will he won't he resign next season will he won't we return to the court this season will he won't uh, will he not have that uh, quad injury healed up uh, in time for this season let alone next season Whew! it's just uh, just so many folds and twists and turns and what ifs and this and that that yeah quality could pretty much squash all that if he just simply comes out so Again, Silver Lining has popped in and say he's 100% done for the season. He got close to it, though. He wouldn't commit to it. If he does come back uh, later on this season, uh, maybe right before the playoffs, that's a whole other animal, too, because then comes the chemistry, rhythm, getting used to his teammates, adjustment period, and the Spurs simply won't have time for that with the postseason. Um, about to start should he return late in the season. But as each day counts down, listeners, that's a day that you just pretty much chalk up that um, Kawhi is not coming back. If he's going to come back, he has to do it sooner rather than later. I just don't see it happening. Tyler, what are your final thoughts on the situation the Spurs have on their hands uh, with with the possibility of continued life without Kawhi Leonard?
1: Final thoughts, I'll make it short, sweet. One, it's gonna be a struggle. It's gonna grind, but I feel like the Spurs are gonna be able to learn a lot from it, so it's not all a bad thing. Two, the Spurs need to make a move and they need to make it fast, whether that be just anything along the lines of Kawhi speaking or just them giving a statement, anything just something to kinda of calm the nerves. And three, work on plan go ahead and get a plan for what you want to do this off season. And try to feel out, like, we're not going to know whether or not the Spurs are going to be able to re-sign Kawhi or not. But they're going to know. Mm-hmm. So if they do kind of get this feeling that Kawhi might be leaning towards leaving, then it's time for you to start making plays. And you got to start getting some players in because you have a big hole to fill. So that's another big takeaway I want the Spurs to start making a plan for this offseason to try to land a big name if Kawhi does stay or vice versa, maybe start building up a new team or just some just something. Just yeah. start thinking about the offseason because yeah. this season is kinda done.
0: Yeah, and my final thought on this too is that if if down the road uh, Kawhi uh you know, maybe internally or within his camp say, you know what, yeah, we're not gonna resign after next season, I would hope that he would have enough decency or, or maybe just just a little you know um, maturity and i know i'm using the wrong word here and i'm sorry if it's just too strong of a word but at least you know have the um i guess you know, just be nice i guess that's what i'm trying to get at let the spurs know ahead of time hey we're, we're not going to resign and hey, hey, thank you for all your efforts i know we talked about this at the end of the day i don't want to be back here then let let the spurs trade him to get something in return you know, I think that would be the great thing to do because the worst thing to do is just see him walk and the Spurs get nothing in return. Though, I still say he cannot pass up $219 million, I think that will be the reason why he'll eventually stay in San Antonio. Uh, but again, we want to hear your thoughts on this uh, Kawhi Leonard Spurs situation. How do you feel? Where do you stand? Email me at jeffgarcia 74 at gmail.com. Follow me on Twitter at jeffgspurszone. Tyler?
1: Can follow me on twitter at tyler clerkin underscore five uh go ahead and tweet at me and we can cry together about the news from uh, <laughs> uh Kawhi.
0: yeah give uh, give give tyler a big old box of kleenexes uh, he needs it just as much as you do and uh I'm, I'm 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 done crying i'm ready just to play some basketball and let's move on because like pop said everybody's gonna have to move on so am i tyler will you will as well Uh, But for Tyler Clark and I am Jeff Garcia, we're going to put a lock on this episode of Locked on Spurs.